If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Stark. Well, hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. It is 1 o'clock Eastern Time here in the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, where I am signing in from. And today we are going to be talking about authenticity. Are you being true to yourself? If you're being true to yourself, you have to also be true to your audience because let me tell you, they know when you are faking it. We're going to talk about being authentic. We're going to talk about when and when not to use formula, how that translates to your marketing. So if you have any questions or comments, log into our chat room at Inspired Choices Network and feel free to ask away or give us a call. Um, until then, I'm just going to run my mouth for a few minutes and share with you how I am being authentic right now. I just told my sweet producer, <clears throat> I sat down at my desk an hour ago to do kind of a run through I got a ping from our elementary school that we were on lockdown, so <laughs> part of authenticity to me is being very transparent um, and being very honest. So if you hear me panic, that's why uh, there's something going on uh, right now. I think everything is fine. So please, y'all don't panic. We'll just we'll get right into the show now. So being authentic, being true to yourself. Let's start with where that is in your life. Are you waking up in the morning and doing the thing that you love to do to launch your day? It's a great place to start, right? You roll out of bed. How do you start your day? Do you use prayers? Do you do yoga? Do you go for a walk? Do you have coffee? Um, you have to be you. You have to show up. No matter what, you have to show up. Uh, it's an It's an interesting place to be. It's how you start the day. So are you being true to yourself? Are you being authentic? What are you doing? When that translates into what you do in your life, in your career, in your entrepreneurship, what are you doing? If you sit at home in the evenings knitting rock star clothing for kitty cats, but you go to work every day and run analytics for websites, are you truly doing what you love to do? Are you really putting yourself out there? That's the thing about being authentic. And your friends know that. You can sit next to your best friend in a coffee shop every Wednesday and have a conversation about what makes you you. I have my best friend I do that with, thank the good Lord <laughs> that I do. And he sits there and listens to me and looks at me like I'm crazy. And then he says things like, oh my gosh, you truly are living your dream life. And Yes. The answer to that is yes, I am living my dream life. It's not perfect to everybody looking in. It's not perfect to me looking out, but it is my dream life. I get to take care of my child and I get to love my business and take care of my clients. And I get to sit here and talk to you every Wednesday at one. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, being authentic, being true to yourself and how it translates into what you're doing every day in your personal life, in your business life, and then carry it on into your marketing. 
Because let me tell you, your audience knows when you're faking it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you examples. Um, I can give you examples on nipples, actually. <laughs> but um, let's talk about all those emails you sign up for um, to get information from, say, a life coach. I admire every single one of them for what they do. They put themselves out there every day. But if they get too far into following the formula and they stop being authentic, do you still want to listen to them? Do you still open their email? I don't personally get kind of frustrated with it when it looks like the same thing I've gotten from three other coaches. It gets it gets to me. Um, <clears throat> I don't I don't feel the love anymore. I, and it's not that I don't feel the love from them. It's not that I'm not happy to get their email. I am, but I I would love to just know more about them, to know, to feel more of their passion. <clears throat> I, I hope, but y'all forgive me, I have a bit of a cold. Um, I, hope, uh, I hope I'm not overstating here, but I feel like a lot of people get into that same um, cycle. Like, I don't, um, you can hear me right now. I'm kind of struggling. I'm struggling with what to say because I am being authentic. Um, I want to make sure I get my point across, but at the same time, I don't want to damage anybody else in the process because I have the utmost respect for all of my women colleagues and male colleagues around the world and want to make sure that they're well taken care of. Um, and I, I want to see them receive the best. So, um, so yeah, you do get those. You get those emails. You get tired of getting those emails. I don't know about you. I signed up to get emails for specials from Coles. I now get 950 emails a day from Coles, and the message is all by me. Well, if you're a small business owner and you're sending out 150 emails a day that say "by me," um, people are going to get tired of you very fast. So. So my suggestion to you if thing is to just be yourself and be authentic. If you're not feeling the marketing today, if you're not feeling the work today, don't do it today. Some days you have to push yourself because it sits there and waits on you. Granted, we all go through that. But <clears throat> um if you're not feeling the marketing, don't try to don't try to message yourself. Don't try to follow um someone else's lead. And send out that email, even though when you're really not ready to send out that email, make sure it's what you want to say and you want to say it. Be passionate and share that with everybody. That's that's what it's down to being authentic, making sure that people um, <laughs> making sure that people hear your message and your passion. So if you're knitting kitty cat rock star clothing and going to work doing back-end website analytics and you're unhappy. Create your Etsy shop. Find those people who want Rockstar Kitty Cat clothing and tell them about why you got into it. Tell them <laughs> you just wanted to get away from back-end website analytics and you found yourself knitting every night for cute little kitty cats. And now you've created a store and you want the rest of the people in the world who love kitty cats and want them to have rock clothing to know that you're there. Tell them why you're there. Tell them 
reason that you're there. I want to live a passionate life. Don't um, don't be afraid to tell your story, and be sure that you are telling your story in whatever medium you use to put yourself out there. It's important. <clears throat> I tell you my story through this radio, um, through emails that you might receive, my Facebook page, my Twitter feed. Uh, and I think I'm pretty transparent and very authentic when it comes to what I do. I love helping small businesses. Um, that is how I got into this. I was a small business owner. And I had to go through the steps to learn how to do all of this stuff. And the things that I fell in love with doing, I now do for other people. Video and web design and all that fun stuff. Um, Because that's what I love and I want to help. It's my desire to help small businesses grow and put their message out there and be authentic. So that's why I'm here. Um, But you'll see... We'll go back to the emails for a second. You'll see in those emails that there's this formula. You get an email that starts out with, uh, hey, I have this great new program, and I would like you to check it out. Okay, I'm in. Click. Let's see what it's all about. And then get the download my ebook. Give your information. You know, as a marketer, you know what this means. This is this is a way to grow a list. I get it. You want to be able to do that. I'm not going to discourage you from doing that when somebody asks for your information. If it's something that you want to know about, give them your information. You can always opt out later. Um, but, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um you can always opt out later. Um, but if there is something that you want to know about, by all means, jump in there. Um, but then the emails start to come in. Once you've given your information, you get more emails, you get more emails, you get more emails. And that's important. And it's important to know that the list you're on is being kept um, personal or personal to that business. And... uh just had a question come in, so why don't we try to answer that? What do you see with your clients as a common block or misconception to being authentic? Oh, a common block to being authentic. I think people, that's a very good question, and thank you. Um, I think that people are often afraid to tell their true story. Um, it's all about perceptions and how uh, people look for acceptance among peers. I believe, and that's my own perception, Um, but people are very afraid to tell their story in some instances, and so they they try to follow the formula um, just so they can get themselves out there. And by all means, if that's what you have to do to get off the ground, do it. Please do it. My biggest point here is be authentic and live your authentic life. and when you are yourself, it will translate to your product and it will translate to your marketing. And if you're faking it, your audience will know. That's my only point to this whole conversation. Um, so so going back to the emails, though, as my example, um, you definitely get tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. So if you have this one person that you've been following and they come up with, say, one product every quarter, 
and it's a new thing, you see the repeat of the formula over and over and over again, and it gets a little tired. I don't think I'm the only person that sees that. I think everybody sees that and everybody stops reading emails. So you have to be very careful um, when you choose or choose not to use, <laughs> use formula. And you have to think about how it relates to your product. I think coaches have a great um, opportunity in the list building, um, offering those products and using that formula to get their products out there. I think that's wonderful. But same time, when I coach my clients, I talk about using every advertising medium out there and tailoring a marketing plan that's meant for you and your client, I mean your business, because everybody's different. Everybody's audience is different. Everybody's different. How you reach that audience is different. Your message is different. And you can't just do the same thing over and over again. You have to shake it up. So, that being that thought, why don't we go ahead and um, go to break? You are listening to Unstoppable with Lindy Chafin Start on Inspired Choices Network. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about authenticity and when and when not to use formula. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unstoppable. I am Lindy Chafin-Start, and today we're talking about authenticity and formula and when and when not to use formula. And if you have any questions, you pop on into our chat room here at Inspired Choices Network, and I will be happy to answer them as best I can. Um, so when we went to break, and it was only because I had a thought and wanted to continue that thought, um, we were talking about tailoring a marketing plan that's meant for your product and your audience. So let's get into a little bit bigger picture here in talking about your marketing. Marketing is huge, <laughs> as you probably already know. If you have a product or a service, you have a website, you have a social media presence, 
you have an email marketing list, you have clients you already work with who provide word of mouth and testimonials, you have uh, promotional items, you have print marketing. There are so many layers to your message, and there's a reason for it. When you look at how um, demographically your audience sits, you have to be able to reach that audience. And I can tell you right now, my 80-year-old mother would more than likely not pay a bit of attention to an ad she saw on Facebook. But if she saw something in the penny pincher or in the money mailer, she would pay attention to that. You get where I'm going with this? As you move down through the generations, everything changes. I'm a Gen Xer. My parents were traditionalists. I'm an only child. So I was immersed in technology from a very young age, at least the technology of our time. So, okay, we'll back up for a minute and just have a little nostalgic laugh. Um, I had one of the first CD players that came out. I remember it costing around $600. This was a mainstream CD player when CDs, when CDs came out. Um, I was programming on an Apple IIe when I was 12. I'm giving up age. And when the Internet first became mainstream, my mom and my aunt had this cute little kitsch shop um, in Juliet, Georgia, where they filmed fried green tomatoes. And they sold little knickknacks and, and inspirational things and, you know, all sorts of things like that. And uh, there was this traveling circus. <laughs> I call it the traveling circus anyway. And I can't, I want to say the name of the company was Sky Mall. This was going back, I mean, we're talking a long time ago, folks. Um, they went around the country having these seminars selling space, virtual space, in their internet mall. You could have a storefront in their internet mall. It was e-commerce at its beginnings. And mom and my aunt saw the potential in this and jumped on it. They opened up this storefront in this internet mall, and I was the one who programmed their website. It, I was forced to learn HTML. Um, I, I was, shoot, my teens, early 20s at that point. So this has been going on a long time. Um, but going back to the generations, Our, my generation, Gen X, is very different from the baby boomers who might like to have a message like the traditionalist. Mama would look at the penny pincher where um, baby boomers would kind of be towards technology, might look at a Facebook ad, would want to talk to a friend and know more about it before they actually got in there and purchased something. Fair enough. Word of mouth, I think, would mean more to them than anything. For Gen X, you know, we're all about trying new things, seeing what people have to say. We're kind of a good culmination of everything, I think. Um, 
I like to read a testimonial, but I don't go 100% on that. I really like to know somebody who's used a product before I buy a product, or a product has to really appeal to me through their story. It's me as a Gen Xer. Um, the millennials, a little bit different. You know, they get into the whole testimonial thing, and they are totally immersed in technology, um, having never been without CDs or digital something in front of them. So it's very interesting how it's just important to be able to tailor your marketing. So if you know your audience for, say, a hand-stitched leather handbag or an Etsy, you know your audience is going to be women between the ages of, that's your main audience, right? Women between the ages of, we'll say 25 and 45, only because I don't think in this particular plan I would need outside of those limits. Those people I would target through craft shows, through mailings, through website, through storytelling, through video, through email marketing. So you see where I'm going. If I have, um, say, an appliance repair business, I might instead go through the money mailer or the penny pincher or the local newspaper and have people go to my website to get my rates and my telephone number or call me directly from my site if they're looking on a held device, right? But I wouldn't necessarily advertise on Facebook because eh, I don't think the active audience for me is, I mean, I don't think that's a wise choice for advertising. Right? <laughs> so, so I wouldn't necessarily be marketing to the active uh, rep appliance repair audience on Facebook or on Twitter. Hey, I've got a special going on today. No, it's not going to work because how many of how many people in that audience are actually going to have a need for your service right then? It's not what you want to do. You want to get where there's something that's going to be in front of them regularly. Whereas the handbags, handbags are more of that impulse purchase, birthday inspired. So when you're thinking about your marketing plan, think along that line. Um, but then we're going to go back to telling your story <clears throat> and being authentic around telling that story. So what do people need to know about you that's going to inspire them to buy your product or use your service? What is that thing? Um, I'll use Tom's shoes for an example. Beautiful shoes, absolute shoes, but the mission, I think, is what is most important to most people. Right? So if you buy a pair of shoes from Tom's, they're going to turn around and give a pair of shoes to someone in need in another area of the planet. Now, who wouldn't want to buy a pair of shoes from Tom's? Hmm? That's a good question, right? Who wouldn't? Um, so sometimes it's more about the mission than it is about the product. I mean, I could live without a pair of Tom's shoes. It's not anything that necessarily dresses up my, <laughs> my wardrobe. Um, but I'm happy to support their mission, so I'm happy to buy a pair of shoes. When it comes to your product or service, again, what do people need to know in order to want to buy? So you sit and knit rock star kitty clothing in the evenings and you've decided to do this full time because you want to get out of the grind of the everyday in the corporate world. So what do they need to know? What got you started knitting kitty clothes? Well, you were in love with your cat 
and your cat needed rock star kitty clothes. My cat's sitting up on the cat tree right now staring at me like I'm crazy. Um, but I love her, and I'm happy to knit her clothing whenever she wants it. Not really. I'm just kidding. Um, but that's what got into this niche, right? <clears throat> so what is it that made you passionate about kitty clothing? It's just something you love. It's something that you love, something that you want to do, something that kept your hands busy, something that got you out of the corporate grind, something that enabled you to stay home and take care of your ailing parents or your lovely child or whatever, whatever your story might be. Um, if you have to sit in front of a live Facebook feed with no makeup on and talk with your hands about passionately knitting kitty clothing, you feel like that's going to touch the heart of your audience and inspire them as you show them the latest Elvis Presley jump. Then do that. <laughs> do what is important to you. Be authentic to yourself. Um, if you need to send out notepads and pens as a gift, uh, if you need to knock on people's doors, if you need to build your own website or hire somebody to do it, if you need to have a video of yourself or have a star stand-in, do it. Just do it. Do what's authentic to you. Um, we'll jump back into formula for a minute. Everybody knows Nicholas Sparks really well. They know books well. If you're a Nicholas Sparks reader, I'm a big fan. Have been for years. Um, but as an author, too, you know that oftentimes you can get wrapped up in formula. You know what works. And you write that what works. And sometimes you write it over and over and over again goes back to the email and the coaching. You have to be careful of doing that because it's really easy to alienate your audience when you do. So if you have a huge fan base and people love you, then by all means, be Nicholas Sparks. Write that over and over and over again. Write the formula. Help people fall in love with you over and over and over again. If you have product that have created a huge fan base, then share those products in the same manner over and over and over again if it's working for you. But if it's not working for you, or if you want to take it a step further, branch out a little bit with your marketing. Take advantage of some of those other outlets, opportunities, and uh, if you're in the middle of an email marketing campaign, maybe send out a print wire, a postcard, just to shake it up, just to let people know. Like, I'm, I'm here. You can reach me in more ways than one. You don't have to text me. You don't have to call me. You don't have to just email me. I'm here. You know, you can be reached um, just like I can reach you. It's important to uh, to let your audience know that you can be reached just like they can be reached. It's something that they identify with. So, so that's a lot of information so far. 
in this show about authenticity and formula. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to call in to our line here at Inspired Choices Network or log on to the chat room and ask away. I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. I think we'll go ahead and take another break. Uh, you're listening to Unstoppable with me, Lindy Chafin Start on Inspired Choices Network. When we come back, we'll talk more about authenticity and when and when not to use formula. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back. This is Lindy Chapin-Start, and you're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. Before we get back into our conversation, let me just offer up, if you have any questions about your marketing or just want to talk through where you are, want to have somebody take a look at your website or any kind of email marketing campaign, I'm happy to do that for you. Um, visit my website at www.unstoppablestart.com. And down at the very bottom of the page, you'll see a little contact form. And just reach out and say, hey, Arja, um, I would like for you to take a look at my website. And let me know if my message looks right, if my SEO looks right. If uh, if you wouldn't mind, I would love to have a conversation. And I'll I'll get back to you and we'll take a look and see how we can help. Now, back to authenticity. Authenticity. Let's see. There's so many definitions of being authentic, but this one, of course, is true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. Uh, that is what we are talking about today and how that translates to your product and your marketing. Um, we'll revisit for a minute how I feel about doing... Um, how you feel about doing those back-end website analytics when that's not something you love you kind of sit at your desk and you want to go to sleep all day long or drink coffee over and over again laced with whiskey. That's what I would want to do. <laughs> anyway, God love the people who do that for a living. Um, it's uh, it's just one of those things you have to let you do and it comes across. I think if you find yourself talking with your hands, uh, if you find yourself talking with your hands, then you have reached the point of being passionate in what you do. 
and I love to talk with my hands. Though right now I feel like they're holding my head up because if you can't tell, I had a bit of a cold and uh, I feel like my wheels are spinning, but the gears aren't engaged. <laughs> so <laughs> bear with me. I appreciate you being here and listening. Um, I did have a question come up. Do you find there is such a thing as sharing too much with your audience? No, it depends on your audience. Um, I have seen people go nuts with sharing, and I have seen people stay very reserved, and it's worked for both of them. It just depends on the audience. Um, do I want to know what medications you're on or that you saw your therapist today if you're trying to sell me dark kitty clothing? No, I don't, unless it has something to do with your brand or your message. I don't need to know. So that would be what I consider sharing too much. Um, however, if I'm going to talk to you about being your authentic self, living a passionate life, doing what you love, then sure, I might sit here in front of a Facebook live feed or on the radio with no makeup, obviously on the radio, I can do that. Um, but Facebook live you might question yourself. Um, I would do that. I would sit with you and have a conversation, no makeup, feet up in the chair, just shooting the bowl. I would do that. I don't feel like that's sharing too much. I would share with you parts of my story that make sense to my message. But yeah, you don't you don't need to know that I went to the therapist yesterday evening and, <laughs> and all of that. Um, so yeah, so there. I guess depending on your audience, yes, there is a thing about sharing too much. Um, yeah, we'll visit the Uber campaign for a minute. Has anybody seen the Uber's comeback campaign? So we know Uber had all of the drama and all of this stuff going on in the in the media, and. Uh, you know, the drivers were awful. People were getting kidnapped. All You know, all sorts of stuff that was going on with Uber. God love Uber. I use Uber regularly. Um, I'm an Uber girl. But they flipped the switch. Change of management. The new CEO is now on, is now representing them in their commercials, in their media, and sharing what he's doing one-on-one -on -one with his audience. I'm like, look, we know we messed up. We know it's been a problem. And here's how we're fixing it. We listen to you. And here's how we're fixing it. This is all very important in the grand scheme of your marketing. Um, but it's stuff we can talk about down the road. <laughs> But yes, Uber's comeback campaign has been huge. And if you haven't seen an Uber commercial lately, by all means, um, I'm sure you can you can Google them, you can find them on YouTube because they're spreading their message. They want you to know that they are not in it to mess up anymore. Um, they really have fixed the problems that they heard from their clients about and they want you to know that. And they're being upfront and authentic. I, I see the CEO's message as very, very true to form, very authentic for him. I don't think he would put himself out there in this spotlight um, if that wasn't the case. So 
I think it was a, a great opportunity for them, and they've taken a beautiful advantage of it. So I applaud Uber on that. Um, other campaigns, I'm trying to think what people might have seen over the, over the last few months. Um, Uber's comeback campaign was just this one that sticks out to me. Um, some of the other things you've seen, especially with the Me Too movement, um, lately you will you've seen a lot of uh a lot of advertisers using that space to applaud women for being beautiful in and of themselves not really trying to sell them a product they're not coming out and saying hey 20% off if you come by it's not about that their message is more on a spiritual level they're trying to connect with your heart uh i is it is it Mac Cosmetics? It's one of the cosmetic lines I saw earlier. Had a great kind of commercial. Had every type of woman, every color, every shape, every form. Um, beautiful women. If you're like me, you just—I mean—I believe souls are beautiful. <laughs> so uh, these were very just—it was a well well done commercial. wasn't about making women more beautiful. It was just about women being who they are. And it, it's lovely. It draws you in. It definitely appeals to your senses. And uh, and they're getting their message across. Now, are they asking me to run out and buy their product? No. But is their product going to stick in my brain? Absolutely. So, that is another one of the campaigns that you would have seen lately. Um, Dove does a really good with that, too. Dove campaign, all sorts of different women, different skin types, different ethnicities, the whole one, and how um, Dove products assist them, <laughs> assist them in caring for their bodies, which is something we forget to do often, right? Um, so, so when you think about your product, like I would think about my product, my services, being that authentic person. And part of that is deciding who your audience is and how to be authentic to them. Um, I am a boutique marketing advertising firm based in Georgia, but I work nationally. Um, when I was designing my products and services, my ideal customer, I decided, was startups to $4 million a year annual revenue. I can cross any industry. I'm not a niche industry girl. And I wanted people to be able to, to come to a one-stop shop. The one-stop shop from branding to web design to email marketing so that everything, the messaging is concise all the way across and accurate and just consistent across every <laughs> medium they might use. So um, that was the, why I did that. I, I wanted people to come to a place where they could talk to somebody who'd been through it. They had somebody who could do it all in one space and provide them with a high-quality product for a reasonable amount of money. And as I tell all of my new clients, I'm not the cheapest game going. I believe you get what you pay for, but I'm also not the most expensive either. I like to be right there in the middle where I can help, not where I can hurt. I don't want you to blow your budget. 
Um, so price point was designed that way for a reason. Um, so when I talk about the things that I'm passionate about, like creating, we talked last week when y'all were getting to know me a little bit, we talked about creating video. Video is one of my favorite mediums. It is one I truly believe in. And if you're not on the bandwagon for video this year, jump on it and jump on it now. Um, do some research, find a way to tell a story, find a way to use video to inspire your audience, um, not just sell your product. I'm a huge believer in that. In fact, if you go to my website at the very top of my page above the fold, you'll see my unstoppable video. And I created that because I wanted people to know the real me. I wanted people to know that I'm all about seeing you through from realizing your dreams to actually uh, you know, watching you grow. That's me. <laughs> That's what I want. It's the one thing that I desire most in the world is to watch people grow as human beings, as businesses, to see them get their their product and their service out there. It's just one of the things that I love. So video, video is a huge um, medium. It's a great way to connect with your audience, um, not just in selling, but into getting in getting to know you and your product. Um, I have a client that just recently, it's so funny, as, it, as we're all, I'm sure a lot of us are women who are on this today, um, she, I have a client who, she's amazing, her name is Ann Elliott, and she has raised them high, which is a small little boutique business that helps people here in Georgia fill out applications for um, anything that a developmentally disabled child, young adult, adult might need in order to receive financial assistance. So we have all these programs that you can fill out applications for. Well, it's not easy to get approved. <laughs> you guess up an application really easily. So with her, one of the things we realized is that um, her audience is like you could write a book on how and why to use Anne's business. But her audience doesn't have time. I mean, if you're thinking about it, you've got a special needs kid that you're going to take care of and likely a family and the rest of the responsibilities that everybody's trying to fulfill these days, right? So we did everything in video. So on her homepage, I actually videoed her um, telling her story. And she's so funny. She's her own worst critic. She's like, Lindy, you can see me fidgeting. I don't like it. I want to change it. And I'm like, no, what you're doing is being authentic. It doesn't matter. I zoomed in on the video so she wouldn't see herself fidgeting anymore. And we overlaid some stock and some pictures and some music. And the biggest thing was that we captured her telling her story. Why? And, and let me tell you, you see this video and you just can't help but fall in love with him because she, does, she talks with her hands. She is so passionate about helping these people that it just gives you chills. I love her. <laughs> and I love what she does. I love that she helps people do this. She does it for a very reasonable fee. But we did the same thing on her fact page. We created these little snippet facts of again, her answering the questions that we thought needed answering. So it's just another way to use video. You can use it for product demonstrations. You can use it to tell your story. Um, anyway, we're getting ready to go to our final break. 
And I just wanted to say thank you for listening. You guys have been amazing with all these great questions. You're listening to Unstoppable with me, Lindy Chafin Start on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Oh, welcome back, everybody. This is Lindy Chapin-Start, your host. It's been a great show so far. I'm still here for the next few minutes, so if you have any questions, be sure to call or log into our chat room at Inspired Choices Network. Um, just a heads up on next week, we'll be talking with my dear friend, Pam Asbury. She is a world-renowned pianist and a woman who has truly found a way to living her passionate life. I'm super excited to introduce everyone to her and to her music, and I hope you'll tune in. But as for today, we are still here and we are talking about authenticity, <laughs> telling your story, using your marketing to benefit your business, uh, to reach your audience, and when and when not to use that formula. Um, formula is a big deal. And I'm not going to say that you need to write it off because I think formula comes in play in a number of different areas, um, especially when you're developing your marketing plan. When you are looking at your marketing year and depending on when you start planning your marketing, if you if you plan your marketing by quarter, if you plan your marketing by year, it's completely up to you. Um, but developing that plan ahead of time, just like a business plan, and setting your goals is very, very important. And I can tell you the worst person in the world to preach this is a marketer because the last thing we have time to do is market our own business. You can ask just about any agency there. <laughs> We're horrible at it. It's like the you know telling the doctor to go see the doctor. They just don't do it. I'm going to get better at it. I promise you're going to see a lot of stuff from me, but we really are. Um, but having your plan in place and setting your goals is key. So this is where formula does benefit you. Your formula is find your audience. This is X. 
find your medium that's going to reach that audience. That's why. And that's going to equal what your revenue is for the year. Right? So think about that formula. Um, it's very important to know who your audience is. And sometimes you just, you know, you have to, you know how sometimes you throw pasta up against a wall to see if it sticks, to see if it's done? Sometimes you have to do that in order to kind of define your targets. Um, just to give you an example, I have a campaign running right now for um, an apartment complex in Houston. Now, this is targeted to men and women in a certain area um, of Houston. They are people who are interested in apartments in Houston. And what we're finding is the demographic for this medium, I'm going to just, I'm going to call Facebook out as the medium for a minute. The demographic is majority women between the ages of uh, 25 and 34. So here we've got this great ad running that's meant to appeal to the entire demographic, but what we're finding is that women in this age range are are um, the ones who are clicking on it. So, so what does that tell us we need to do? Well, what are some of the amenities of the complex that would appeal more to women? So it's a gated community. It's secure. Um, it has a pet park. Lots of girls have pets. And let's see what else. Oh, and there's a great fitness studio there that offers yoga classes. So how can I tweak my advertising now to really hone in on that that group of women? Well, you put it out there. Hey, pet park, fitness studio with yoga classes, and it's a gated community. Now, do you think that's going to improve our conversion rate? More than likely. What's the conversion rate? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so... So, um, so yeah, so think about your audience, take a look at your medium or mediums, and then figure out how that plays into your annual revenue. It's a huge amount of information. Um, telling your story, though, is the tip of that iceberg. You know, when we see the iceberg picture of the icebergs, like the very top of it is above the water and down below there's all the rest of it. If I were going to show you what a funnel looks like in marketing, <laughs> that's that's what it would look like. And everything that you do is under the water and everything that benefits you is above the water. Um, there's so much that comes into play around your business and your marketing and you want to be very thoughtful around that and you want to know you want to know what's going to you, know, you want to know what's the best messages for your product or service you want to know your audience and you want to know how to reach them so do the work don't ignore it and once you get up and running don't ignore your marketing keep marketing and if you hire a professional, by all means, hire a professional. There are many of us out there, and I support all of them. Um, everybody has their own 
their own way of doing things and everybody has a way to reach people. Uh, and we all we all know what we're what we're up to and what can help you. So So back to being authentic. Tell your story. Be honest about who you are, be transparent. Um if you do and I use this example, everybody mess up. We all do. It's all a matter of perception. Um, but when you mess up, make up for it, answer it, answer it publicly. If it was, if it was brought to your attention publicly, answer it publicly. Um, but be authentic. You know, hey, I get to this today because my kid's school was on lockdown, or because I have a horrible flu, or you know, I just am really sorry. I'm happy to give you your money back if you're not happy. But be true to yourself. Live the life of your dreams. Be inspired. Inspire others. Tell story. Just get out there. <laughs> get out there. Do it. Just do it. Um, that's what I did. I just did it. And I continue to do it every day. And I'm so grateful every single day that I made this choice. <laughs> Every day, even when I feel bad, I am just grateful that I'm here and uh, and able to be here with you on Wednesdays at one o'clock and share with you all of this fun stuff around marketing. Um, I hope you'll tune in next week when we'll talk with my friend Pam Asbury. Until then, if you have questions around your marketing, feel free to reach out to me through the website at www.unstoppablestart.com. Until then, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your